evening, everyone. Welcome back to Two Minutes for Chatting, your favourite clan fan podcast, obviously. Um, we're on the 114th episode now, and um, I saw earlier that there was a release about that we were going to be positive in this episode. I don't really know where that came from. There's no chance of that on here. Uh, uh, wasn't either of us, was it? No, I think we've been hacked. So um, nothing good to talk about, really. Um, we'll just we'll just skim over what's happened. Uh, um, well, thankfully, thankfully that's all that's all nonsense because we've got two really good positive bits of news to cover. The takeover's finally gone through, and we've had a head coach announcement. So we'll go into that in a bit of detail um, and kind of what we think that's going to mean for the off season and stuff going forward. So it was great to to finally get that over the line because it was delayed a bit or it seemed to be a, a period of time with no news after telling us something it wasn't until 26th of May that we heard that um, TDL Media completed the takeover so um, what were your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts were I bet you this happens while I'm on holiday and it did um, so that was good that was good Good. whenever it happens it's always it was always going to be uh, good news in the end. So um, you have to say, like, without the fans, really, who knows where we would be today? Um, you know, the majority of people wanted wanted Cameron gone, um, and a lot of fans were were wanting big change at the club. So it's now happened. We're in a better place for it, hopefully. Um, and you know, we've we've come through some some horrific times. Uh, not only last season, but you could probably point to the last few seasons now at this point. So, looking forward now, it's a lot, a lot more positive, hopefully. Um, and yeah, just to be able to get the the deal over the line is just a that's that was obviously the the first major step, and um, you know we can kind of look forward and enjoy the off season and what's to come. Yeah, completely, because I think now with the way social media is and things, um, obviously there are um, good and bad things about it with fan power now. People are able to to vent their frustrations with stuff going on at the club. And even probably a few years ago, that maybe wouldn't have been the case. And we were possibly kind of just um, plateaued and stumbling along to kind of nothing this really the past few seasons obviously it's gone completely downhill with with Cameron so it's it's nice to think about this as a as a completely fresh slate and from what we've seen so far obviously with the output from the club has has been better than it was let's say um and and the media release that we heard from um Michael O'Rourke who is the uh head of TDL Media um, said a lot of good things as you would expect from a statement like that. I don't want to take it too too literally but because um, you never know what, what's going what's to come through but um, I liked what he said obviously the main things from it were put the club in a in the best position for success on and off the ice and that's, that's a long term goal um, as fans obviously we're going to want short-term success and we'll, we'll come on to that but you do want a platform and to know that whatever comes in the next few years the club's in a good place and I'd like to think that it, it will be from that ownership point of view we've had 13 years of Neil Black and it was time for a change so um, you know he, he mentioned stuff like the product on the ice the match night experience kind of went straight into talk of a big screen and scoreboard in the <laughs> arena in the first in the first year which is you know we've heard in the past talk about that being difficult and expensive and things so for for him to come out and say that is one of his priorities you know is interesting you you'd like to think that he's he's going to then provide the club with more funds to do these kind of things and obviously this will all add. I think I think the arena kinda lost a bit of its um 
I was going to say magic. It was never magic, but it certainly <laughs> had a, had an atmosphere, atmosphere a few years ago. Yeah, and I think a bit of that has been lost, obviously through for various reasons. But I think things like that and kind of I don't know they'll maybe do stuff with the 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 infamous Wall of Fame things like that. But um, you know it will be interesting to see what they do from that point of view. I think. Yeah, didn't didn't mention the Wall of Fame in, in his opening statement, so it's not it's not for me, I'm afraid. No, I mean it's like you know they're, they're promising a lot a lot of improvement. Um, as you'd said kind of match experience and venue facilities, um, and you know more more importantly for me, provide the resources to push the team forward on the ice, and that's really the that's the big thing for me and you know. The majority of fans, I would say, is you want to go and watch good hockey. Um, so, you know, if you put a good team on the ice, um, you'll get more people through the door and it just hopefully continues on uh, a kind of upward trajectory like that. Um, yeah, shouldn't be judged in the, in the short term. I think that's fair, putting, you know, foundations in place to ensure. Um long term that the the team can can thrive in the west of scotland so that's you know it's good to to hear that i think you know there is a lot of short termism in in sport these days and um you know that that can that can be positive or negative but um you know there's a there's a long-term goal there basically so um that's you know it's good to see and you they've they've come in with a with a clear plan as well, um, you know, it's, it's already in place and, and the ball's well and truly rolling on that. So, um, yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good information in, in the opening statement. Um, not a, I'm not too fussed about a new scoreboard, really, unless it's suspended above centre ice, but I don't know if that will happen or not. Um, I know yeah. I, I... It's an interesting one that because it's just it's just the fact that it was so explicitly mentioned as a <laughs> yeah. thing in the yeah. first year, you know. Without they could have just said um, enhancing the fan night experience with with various things. Just the fact that it was it was mentioned. So maybe it's just going to be a wall thing. We don't know, but yeah, that's it's something that I'm sure we'll we'll add add to people's enjoyments as as you say it's it's more about the on ice for most people um but then you've got you've got other facilities that i'm sure could could do with updating and all of that brings us closer to where we want to be as a team you know the, the top teams do all these things and if we want to class ourselves as as one of those top teams in the next few years then that's kind of what we want to do um, obviously he said the other things is the head coach um, which Jason Morgan's now been put in place we'll, we'll come on to that um, but it's, it sounds to me like they are certainly initially going to act on what they've said which is really good because there's nothing worse than um, hearing all this stuff and then nothing come of it I kind of had a a small bullet pointed list of things that I thought we'd we'd want to see from them. So communication and transparency was like number one for me. Uh, and yeah. that seems to have started quite well. I want I want a lot of information about what's going on. Um as much as, as they are able to share. I would just I'd I'd prefer hearing kinda a lot more about less almost than just nothing for ages, I think, anyway, even though it might get annoying. Uh, I've said engagement and sort of listening to fans, I think that's a big thing. So having fan forums and um, engaging with them from that point of view is is crucial because at the end of the day, they're the ones that come and pay the money obviously fans have got opinions about team but i'm just i'm talking about all, all the other things around that um and then improving the 
social media and reputation side of things. Obviously, that's taken a hit in, in recent times with the incidents last year, but that that really needs worked on. Um, we see like one side of the coin where you've got Fife and Fife fans complaining about how bad their engagement is, and then at times we've had far too much about the wrong thing. So it's getting that right, um, but also in the in the correct way and then obviously funding for team and facilities is is also crucial so those are my those are my if he's listening those are my actions aye no that they're all good all good valid valid points i would agree i think there has been a a positive change from from social media outputs um there's still a number of posts I'd rather not see, but it's not it's nowhere near as as much as as what it was last year. I don't think anyway. Um and not only that, but you know, engagement with, with fans on on queries around season tickets and stuff like that as well. Um which was just non existent as well. So yeah, it's a it's a new era and it's a it's a positive start for sure. Um and I guess just kind of on the season ticket thing. Um, so they had obviously went on sale um, last week. Sold, what was it, seven seven hundred and fifty in the first day or something like that? Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a huge number for, for one day. Um, you know, and it, you can tell that ownership are, you know, at least a wee bit in, in touch with, with fans as well and, you know, announcing a price freeze on that um, and again the owner communicating that citing the cost of living obviously and you know it's just good to see that kind of early doors from from your owner um, you know kind of in touch with with fans and, and reality I guess as well which is um, which is something new and it's, it's good to see and long may it continue Yeah well, well straight away it's, it's something that people will relate to and obviously a well season tickets stay in the same price that's good I thought you know if somebody was thinking that it was going to going to increase um, then it would have put put people off so you, you can see the number of sales in the first day I'd imagine that's up now at a significant number I don't know if we'll or maybe we will um, get a, a, a final total going into the season of, of season ticket holders um, and how that I, I imagine that it will be the highest number certainly for a while um, and obviously the more that this um, continues it, it's going to encourage people to not only buy season tickets but you know come to those first games and as long as the team's coming together and they see progress off the ice then you know people are going to come and come and support and Hopefully it's it's going to get us off to to a good start next season. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of new um, season ticket sales as well, which is um, I guess a positive as well. You always want to see um, you know new fans coming in, but yeah, um, I don't know. I've not I've not bought a season ticket ever at the clan, um, but we'll see it like. If those numbers keep going up, I might might be forced to. Well, yeah. So you've got some, you've got all the new season ticket holders, and then obviously, you you would like to think that most um, existing season ticket holders would would renew with the 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 optimism and things. So yeah, it's 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 going to hopefully be a busy arena again because there there's nothing worse than. Um, letting away teams come into an arena with loads of empty seats and it, 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 I think it, mo- it definitely motivates the team seeing seeing that extra support so I'm, I'm sure we're going to get it sure we're going to get it this season so as you say long may this continue and hopefully once once the player signings come in um, you know that convinces more people maybe who, who were on the fence about getting one to to purchase it so yeah that's it's, um, it's got to be a good thing really yeah of course um i guess just as a wee aside to that i know like there's 
the other side of that coin is obviously there's there's people that are that are saying that they're still they're not wanting to renew. Um you know, and, and some of the reasons that I've seen are because Gareth's still there. Um all I'll say is you know, we we don't know and probably will never know what went on behind the scenes last season. Um, you know, but I've seen people coming out in support of Gareth, you know, that are kind of close to him and close to the club. Um, which is fine, you know, I'm not I'm not part of a I'm not part of a kind of witch hunt to get to get rid of Gareth. I do think that we can do better in, in, in certain areas. Um, you know, where Gareth's had a, a big part to play in the past, but no, for you know, for the time being it's positive. We've got a new owner, new head coach that will come on to hopefully we can move forward and, you know, leave last season where it deserves to be and, and kind of start to look forward and be excited to see good hockey again back in Glasgow. Yeah, I think I think the best way to put it is is to leave it but but not forget it because we need to know where we need to remember the stuff that happened and also where where we come from to use it as a as a benchmark, I think. Um Yeah. So yeah, got to talk it and talk about it in a positive light going forward. Um so it was a few days later, I think four or five days after that statement that um the news came out of Jason Morgan joining as head coach and head of hockey operations. Um, he is 46-year-old Canadian who's had a lot of um, coaching, well, I say a lot, he's had recent coaching experience in Europe, um, an extensive playing career in uh, AHL and the NHL, um, and, and experience of winning one, three playoffs, two league titles and a cup in Romania um, and coached the Alborg Pirates in their Champions Hockey League campaign. So a guy that's coached in a in a few countries, most recently DL2, I think. Yeah. Um, so somebody that comes with European experience. Um, obviously, he has been an excellent player, as I said, and that, that doesn't directly translate, but I think it's nice to see he's, he's had a bit of success. Um, we don't have really too much about him because there's not, as we'd said just before we recorded, there's not been an extensive media output from a clan point of view, um, but we have had a Cali interview, Matt Keith, who spoke very highly of him, and uh, a couple of kind of other press interviews with Jason Morgan. I thought he came across well, albeit not giving too much away about things, but um, we don't really know too much about his style and things, but I, I would I would think we'll see probably more of a Ryan Finnerty style than, than a Malcolm Cameron, just based on what kind of player I think he was and what, so. what we've heard. <laughs> and yes, we'd, we definitely hope so. Um, but yeah, good good early signs. And, you know, I don't. it's hard to say because I, I didn't really know what to expect, what kind of route we were going to go down. But um, yeah, as always, we'll, we'll give the guy a chance. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, there's, obviously with, with these statements, there's... There's usually a lot to unpack there. Um, uh, you've kind of covered his his coaching and, and playing side well. Um, the start of the um, the start of it though is, is sponsored by Asprey Glasgow West, so that's that's interesting. So maybe they're back for for this season. Um, maybe one for a future podcast. But I just noticed that that was slipped in there, so that's that would be good, I think. Um, but yeah, kind of going further down, you see, you know, after an extensive search for a new head coach and head of hockey operations. Um, so, you know, that is, is clear to me that that's kind of been going on behind the scenes. Um, 
while the deal was being finalised for for the club. So, um, you know, and, and again from that it said, you know, from the outset of our search, we wanted to to bring someone to the club with previous coaching and hockey operations experience to complement the team of people that we already have in place. So, um, you know, I, again, I'm 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 fine with that. Um, you know, there obviously can't be a huge overhaul. Um, you can't just have a a full clean slate and a full new team coming in and try to, you know, pick up from from square one sort of thing. So um I think that's I think that's fine, you know, it comes to the clan following a highly impressive career um in North America and in Europe. Um so and yeah, as you'd said, good good coaching experience. It's coached in the Champions Hockey League, so um, and he's you know he's been successful as a coach, um, which not too many previous coaches we've had have been. So um, you know I think it will take time, um, and I think you know listening to the to the interview and Clyde one, I think you know Jason Morgan said as much. Um, you know he's excited for the challenge of of leading the club over the coming years um so you know i think there's a a plan in place there for a kind of an improvement season on season sort of thing so it's good it's exciting um good to know that um player recruitment and, and planning is well underway as well so you know there's obviously been a few rumors kicking about but hopefully some some official announcements soon on that um and yeah again like you'd said would would be good um to hear from from clan media um on jason morgan and hear from jason morgan um you know we'd like to know about, about him as a as a person and you know what what kind of coach he is and what kind of team he's looking to build um but yeah hopefully that'll come in time and you did get a wee sneak peek I guess with the um with Callie's Matt Keith interview. Um you know you spoke really highly of him as a as a player and a person. Um you know he says a wee bit about how how he likes to play, you know, he likes to have a, a, a hard working team on, on both sides. So um I said that players want to, to kind of follow him about as well, which is Again, that that could be quite good as well. It could tap into, um, you know, some some players that he's had at previous clubs. So, yeah, like to say, it's it's all it's all good. It's all it's all kind of positive so far. Um, but yeah, just kind of eager to see what kind of team he's going to want to build. He um he looks quite like a coach, as well. <laughs> That's important. He looks like yeah, he looks like a. An elite league, an elite league coach, get that kind of steely, steely glare of Adam Keith sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think I think basically, obviously, anything Matt Keith says just at the moment for us is is gospel. But if a guy like that is is speaking so well about him, then I think that will reflect in his coaching, and I think hopefully he's got that relationship with the players and that they. They really want to play for him. I think obviously at times with Malcolm Cameron that was completely lost. Um, mm. And you know all the playing and coaching staff have got to be together for for all that to work. Um, as I've said before, you, th- there's no direct relationship with a good player becomes a good coach, but it gives you a bit of confidence. I think that. Um, Having played at a high level, he'll have good contacts for recruitment. Um, he will know good players himself and how kind of good players think and behave and all that kind of stuff. And um, given that he, it, it seems as though that's been in place for a little while and it's early in the off season, which we've not always had in the past, it means maybe he, he's got the best chance to recruit. Um, not only the team, but obviously the best best players that we had 
last season um, and gives them that that bit of time going into whatever pre-season we've got. Um, but yes, yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to hear hear directly from him. And uh, yeah, the, the the fact that he's got that those contacts hopefully from from Europe and North America I like to think um that combined with we hope uh, a bigger budget than than last year that we get um you know a team that's filled with guys that are exciting to watch and can do can do a, a bit of everything and and we don't end up stuck with no disrespect, kind of. I think people in the last couple of seasons that have just been used to fill fill spaces, given that we didn't have as as many as much budget available. Yeah, no, it's, it's another it's another good point. I think I think they have said that um, you know they they want to put money into a, a team that's going to that's going to. You know, perform on the ice, and um, you know, again, you could look, you could look at injuries in the last year or two, and how that's affected us, and um, yeah, and clearly, you know, the the budget was just was not there to to bring in, um, you know, the the kind of quality that that we needed. So, um, it seems that again, like you know, Michael O'Rourke's been at the forefront of. Um, of the decision on on the recruitment as well, um, which I think this time's a is a positive thing. You know that the owners obviously clear on what he what he and and you know others are are looking for in a in a head coach and um yeah just looking forward to seeing what what type of roster he can he can put together. Um, it's a nice sort of change of pace from frantically trying to. Find someone with a, a loose connection to Scotland, as is the clubs want to do over the years. So that's another positive, or not? Not that I can find <laughs> anyway. They're probably, probably. Yeah, some or, or he, he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Uh, but as as everybody does, he had heard nothing but great things. So that that's that's definitely good. Um, but I think. You know, obviously, you, you you're seeing other teams in the league with starting their recruitment, and we know that it's going to be a tough season. It kind of, I think, it gets harder every year. So, um, to to have them in now, give them as much time as as is needed, and the budget to hopefully bring in players with the contacts and recommendations, is um, is exciting. I think this is probably the most exciting part where um you start to see those signings and um you know you get the announcements from the club and spend half an hour on elite prospects looking at why a guy's not got as many points one year as he did the year before but um I, I think it's with a new coach you kind of you've almost got to give them that first season to just um, not, not he's it's, it's not got a pass or anything, but to to have an adjustment and get the team that he wants in. I I would still like to see an assistant coach, but whether that's going to happen, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe that's maybe that's too much of an ask. I would I would still like to see it, uh, but not in the yeah. capacity of somebody who's is signed that's got injured in the first couple of games and just goes behind the bench. I'm, I'm talking about a, an actual assistant. Um, you look at Belfast, obviously Jeff Mason's gone back there from Dundee. They've got a couple of assistant coaches, I think. Um, obviously Pete Russell at Cardiff, I believe, has one or two. Sheffield have got one. So I, I think it's it's getting to that point where the coach should need help and... I hope, like you said, we're reactive to injuries, and maybe maybe we're we're a bit luckier this year with injuries because I think we've had some bad ones, and we're due we're due a a good season from that point of view, and not having to bring in five or six guys. 
to compensate. I think we're due due a bit of luck. Yeah, you're right. We we are due a bit of luck on that on that front. Yeah, we have had a, a lot of injuries in, in the last couple of years, so it'll be good to you know may, maybe have a bit better luck this year, as you said. So um, yeah, that should be good. I also do agree. I think we do need to look at having an assistant an assistant coach there um you know it's one thing to be just a head coach doing everything yourself but um you know if you're director of hockey operations as well on top of that then um you know if anything it's just as good to have another pair of eyes on on the bench that's kind of its main focus is is the kind of coaching side of things so um yeah, I don't know if he's had that at previous clubs either. Um, so it'd be interesting from that point of view as well. But yeah, I do think it's something that we need to look at going forward. If it's not this year, then you know, fine. But next year, I think it would be a must for me. Yeah, we've seen we've seen the players that have kind of taken up the player assistant coach role, and that's. That's obviously fine, but in this case, I'm talking about a permanent kind of bench assistant coach as well. Um, yeah. But I guess it'll all depend on, on budget, really. Maybe that's something that he's asked about. You would you would think so because the way the way it is now, um, you know, with doing all the analysis and stuff, I think it must be hard to do absolutely everything yourself. So we'll see yeah. from that point of view. And if that if that's compromised this year to you know upgrade the the arena or the venue or whatever, then you know I think I think we'd be okay with that. Knowing if it was going to happen next year or whatever, so mm-hmm. um, so no, yeah. that that's a good point. It's a good point. You get to choose a a jumbotron or an assistant coach. That's that'll be that'll be put to a fan poll in a couple of weeks. <laughs> And the fans will get to decide. Um, can you imagine if there were polls put up for player recruitment? So they would give two options that the coach was <laughs> looking at, and the f- fans had to decide which which one. It'd be interesting, just how what kind of team you would come up with if that was actually the case. But yeah, ho- no, hopefully, as an owner, he's he's leaving all that kind of stuff to Captain Morgan. Nice. Um, Maybe get some Captain Morgan in the yeah in the bar. That would be. I'm sure that would sell. Yeah, there's there's some merchandise opportunities there actually, isn't there? It is. It, yeah. it used it used to be Malky Puck, but but now it's now it's Captain Morgan's. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I'd noted was in the interview where he mentioned. Like what? What were the club's targets for this season? He yes. said um, top six, and we kind of talked about that a bit before we recorded, um, saying how I think it's a bit of a case of not wanting to set expectations too high and come in and say, "Yeah, I want to win the league." Obviously, all fans want to win the league, but realistically. In the first season, it's it's probably not going to happen. Let's be honest. But uh, yeah, he just kind of said, I, "I would like like an improvement on last year," and top six would be the aim. I I would like to have that um, to be more than that. But I kind of get both sides. Yeah, you can see you want to obviously make an improvement year on year and if he is going to be the head coach for a number of the year, number of years then um yeah I think that would be part of the plan. You know, I think if if he did finish sixth next season, I think, you know, we would probably still keep him. Um but yeah, I don't know. For me I would I would like to see his aim a bit higher than that. I think, you know, given that you know, I think I think we should be sort of pushing top half. I, th- I think, I think that's realistic for the for the size of the size of the club and, and the fan base. 
Um, but yeah, yeah well, it's, it does all just come down to what resources are, are available really in um, in the first year. Yeah, we finished, I think, sixth under Malcolm Cameron in the first season. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, on that basis, obviously, people were fairly positive with with things. He got another got another chance. Obviously, it went downhill from there. But if we take that in in this case, and we do finish top six, now I, I would like it to be a kind of comfortable top six. Um, Malcolm Cameron's first year, there were only four points separated fourth and eighth so uh, yeah we, we did finish sixth um but you know it kind of could gone could have gone either way there uh but well, yeah, yeah. I, I would i would like to say for me um i think the improvement would would be more of an an enjoyment factor almost and that kind of sounds nonsense yeah. like saying well you know if if we finish eighth but uh you know it, it's more enjoyable watching games would i prefer that i don't know in, in a way for the first season maybe maybe you would and then obviously you look to improve your your standings from from there um but yeah i'd I just like something that we go and i've said this before but going it's a really it's a really good style um you know it's attacking hockey maybe maybe we can see concede some goals but we're not structured such that it's all about you know defence and um, you know getting on just dump and chase yeah kind of you know I I think I think we can win by being more attractive and and I'd like to see that um, more so almost than oh we've finished a position higher um you know, but but I do agree. It is it's it's also about the results, but I think that they they can kind of go hand in hand. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, mm. And obviously, well, I, maybe he's the guy that comes in and and we finally get through that um, to the the Nottingham weekend for the second time after having tried for <laughs> however long. That would be tremendous. Yeah. Um. But you're right, it is, it is conditional um, where you finish and how many points you finish on because last last year was, for me, by far the worst season that, that Clan have ever had. Um, way, way worse than the John Tripp season where we finished ninth. Um, but then you look at the, the kind of playoffs we did manage to get in in the end and ran Belfast really, really close. Um again that's that's two games out of the whole season um so you can always kind of take that set as a separate entity sort of thing um so yeah um obviously you want to see improvements and you know i think if we did finish sixth and you know it was a good a good style of hockey that, that we were seeing um then you know i think i think fans would be would be happy with that um you know, kind of, I guess, kind of moving on a wee bit. Looking at looking at his Morgan's previous teams. Um, not not going into sort of great details, but you know, he does lean on experienced players. Um, a lot of experienced netminders. Um, at previous clubs, and you know, kind of a good mix of of skilled players and sort of workhorse type players as well. And again, it's kind of similar with, with his defences. Um, there's my, there's my young and fast hope out the, out the window. <laughs> well, you, you never, you never know, like you never know, but just kind of going by his, I think, you know, when he was coaching DL2 last year and um, in Romania and Hungary before that, there was a lot of experienced players in the roster, um, but you know, guys, guys that could still, they could still do a job. So it's not, you know, you're not signing 
don't know, Chad Rowe or whatever. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm not. I'm not obviously just looking at looking to get all these young fast players in. It's just I, I lean more towards that style. I I, yeah, I, well, I enjoy okay. that more than, and I know that there is. Um, in the past few years, you've seen in the league the guys that kind of bring that, and of course, um, you can have that from um, older, more experienced players. You, you totally can. So it, it's more about the style. I'm I'm not looking at at, at ages and things, um, but but you know that that style works. You've seen Guilford have players like that. Dundee have had players like that. I just don't think we've had many. And I think bringing in yeah. a bit, a bit more of that will, um, will be a success for us. Obviously, you, we've, you need yes. to have a good mix. You, 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 you just, do. You need to have a good mix. You can't have a team full of experienced players that you know have kind of not quite got their legs that they used to. Um, and similarly, you need a bit of experience in there um, to help yeah. kind of coach the younger. The younger players so yeah there needs to be a good mix yeah exactly a, a team of just all college players is this, this is the kind of alan hansen moment <laughs> uh, <laughs> about not winning anything with kids but i think i think it was alan hansen wasn't it was it alan hansen that said that i think it was <laughs> yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah. Whoever, whoever said that thing, I'm. I'm repeating it for for Clan next season. Um, but you do, you do need, you do need a bit of experience, and we've seen that in in our teams that were successful. Um, where you had, um, kind of older guys like Keith and, um, Meyer and and then younger at the time like your Scott Pitts and Hammond and whatever else it, it's that's that's the mix that you need to get um and i've got no doubt that he'll have done research into the league you'll, you'll know players in it and and you'll see what works there's 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 no way a coach is going to come in here and just sign a team that he thinks will will go together without knowing um knowing a bit about the league because you know you've got arena sizes and the way the format works and when you play matches and everything comes into into building it. So I've got no doubt he will. Um, some of the some of the suggestions that we had tweeted out um, with guys who he is he has coached before. There was a good bit of interest on that and a number of interesting names, some previous clan names as well. Uh, so yeah, you you never know. I think you hope that he he brings in first of all a top netminder, and then you know build around that. For me, it's it's always going to be about that, and and then finding the right the right youngsters um, to fit around the experience. Yeah, you're right. Um, I guess the kind of I don't know if it's that obvious, but the the kind of difference um, recruiting for a clan than it is recruiting for all these European teams is that these European teams all have mainly players from that country playing for them. Whereas this is going to be completely different where you're, you know, you're, you're having to recruit a lot of, a lot of imports. Um, and I guess that's kind of, well, another point is that the, the import limit has gone up. Um, by one, so you're already starting to see a lot of Brits um, in the league from last year go to um, go to different leagues in in the UK and elsewhere. Um, as a result of that, so that's going to be the that's going to be a big challenge is try to recruit. Um, you know the, the homegrown players first and foremost. So it's slightly different to what he's had before as well. Um, from that point of view. Um, and also, yeah, it was Alan Hansen. Um, was that a nice uh, mid nineties match of the day reference for all the kids out there? Yeah, you, you're. It's a good point about the imports, though, because that that will be the first time 
I think in his career that he has uh, his career. <laughs> uh, his he career. has uh, obviously had had that set up where you've got a, a team of of mainly imports and and you know that that means you do need to get the the recruitment right um mm. he obviously this this role of director of hockey operations it's been mentioned that he had he's had experience of that it's hard to know where that was specifically um yeah. but again a, another important factor is that he might not have had too many chances in the past to actually recruit his own team he might have just been been coaching a team that was recruited for him so uh, yeah again it's 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 important that that he knows exactly what he wants to recruit how he wants to play and i think think he'll get that like you say it's it's in the other leagues where you've got a lot of homegrown players um yeah you're kind of almost stuck with what you've got for a lot you're, of the, yeah. yeah you're stuck with what you got whereas we've got to try and find uh we've got to try and find those guys of that kind of younger age to fill to fill those spots, and and with the fact that um, you look at Solway for example at the moment, um, and obviously I I would say good luck to to their new owners um, the the back the bid guys. I hope hope it goes well with them at Solway. Yeah. I think they've made quite a an impressive start just generally social media wise and fan engagement um but but they're looking at bringing in some some young local talent um, we've already seen Liam Stenton for example go there and uh yeah it's just it's just completely different that from from clan now so I think Jason Morgan will have his hands full but I, I trust that he will be He'll be the man to do it, and we'll just we'll just see as as the signings get released. Yeah, for sure. Um, we both liked Liam Stinton. I think it's fair to say. Um, so that's you know maybe a bit disappointing that he's that he's gone there, but you can totally understand why. Um, you know, especially after after last season, and um, yeah, I don't. I don't think the the club last year was uh, conducive to, you know, bringing these guys on and, and developing their game. So, if it does develop his game at Salford, he's going to get a lot of minutes there. So, um, that can only be a good thing. And you know, if he does develop, he might come back in future. So, that, that, I'm sure that that door's probably open to him as well. So, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, and. Working under Craig Peacock in a a different role that was a, a bit of a surprise really when that came up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but like you say, like it's a familiar face that these guys will will know. Um, so you know, I, I think they're obviously building a team that that will do pretty well. I'd, I'd imagine I'll be be keeping keeping an eye on how those those guys get on. I think for sure this season. Um, but it, it it really means that we are starting from from scratch. A uh, couple of rumours obviously flying about. The most recent Gary Hayden, we we would love him to come back. Uh, Absolutely, he's was was really the main man last year. Um, I've I've not seen I've not seen too many others, but I'm sure I'm sure Jason Morgan will have been given the lowdown and. That that's the only thing about changing coach. There's a bit, bit uncertain for guys who were there last year about what direction the club's going. But I would like to think that they would have been given a kind of heads up, and that Jason Morgan would have been been in contact with them a lot longer ago than than we were made aware of. Yeah, definitely. You'd like to think so, anyway. Um, I'm sure that has been that has been the case, and you know, I'm sure the coaches probably spoken to. You know that he's probably got a number there that he would that he would want back from from last year. So yeah, I'd imagine he's probably at least 
began the discussions with them. So, um, yeah, hopefully some, hopefully some news soon on some uh, some players coming in. Um, but yeah, as it's always a good a good time of year in the summer. It's always exciting to see who's coming in and who's coming back. Yeah, and and how many of those names that that we've predicted are actually are well, going to get signed? Well, I mean, Jason Morgan. If you go back and if you listen to our end of season review, those are the guys that you want back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think um, just the only thing I was going to say on the on the list of of sort of our potentials for fun that were tweeted out. Um, I think somebody like Della Rivera obviously would have, he might have spoken to Jason Morgan about about the club. Um, and we yeah. talk about it being a, hockey being quite a small world, I think. Um, he, he obviously wasn't there in, in the most successful season for Clan, but you like to think that these guys would have... Um, recommended it. I'm sure he talked to to Matt Keith and yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to see what players come in. Hopefully they do announce some re signings um and that we're not left with a totally new team, but if if that's the case then so be it really. But we've that would be I think a first from that that point of view. But yeah. Bring back Hayden yeah. and then and <laughs> See what happens from there. Yeah. No, I mean we're we're used to a lot of turnover anyway, so you obviously want a core group there. Um but I think, you know, for for me, if Hayden's back, um John County's a must. Um but yeah. Start with those two. Go on from there. Yeah, I I do agree actually. Um Hayden County. Uh, who else do we say? Maybe if McParland's there, I would. I would if if he's have. available, yes, give him that. Give him that second season because I think, I think he was he was, he was nearly there, towards mm-hmm. the end. I think. Um, Struggling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was bad. Massey. Well, Massey. Yes. Jones. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, and out of out of the out of the names that we suggested, I think Kenny Morrison being the kind of closest to a Glasgow name, we've got to get him in. <laughs> you think? I suppose so, yeah. yeah it's it's probably the most the most Scottish name. Yeah, it's um, just a bit more than um Yellowhorn or Della Rivera, they're not quite so Glaswegian surnames. Or Tusignol. Mm-hmm. Jack Walker, that's a that's a good that 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 name could be. That could be from anywhere. And another another alcohol related name. So maybe maybe if we've got Morgan and like Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Yeah. That was good. Uh, White and Mackay. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what he's actually doing, and we've got him figured out. <laughs> as long as it's not Malky Mackay we're bringing in, there, that's. Yeah, or or Malky Cameron, please. Something <laughs> about Malky's. Yeah, don't still still PTSD, but. Yeah, right. I know. Why do you, just the, just the final point that I was that I was really going to make was. Um, we normally have the, the kind of media and stuff released with interviews of the new coach. Do you have any theories as to why we've not had that yet? Um, the main the main theory I've got is that Jason Morgan's still deciding what his favourite dinosaur is. What dinosaur do you think his favourite is? I think he's a. I think he'd just go T Rex, quite steady. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, it doesn't want to offend anybody. I suppose, yeah. I think T Rex, but I'm I'm actually I'm actually hoping that it's not because of any 
other reason it's just they're they're waiting to release all the interviews and things but I kind of feel like it's a slight unknown and, and we're waiting to hear from them but I'm sure I'm sure we'll get that soon unless what they're doing is they're kind of building it all up and they're going to do a huge media release with signings and all that kind of thing included that would be cool. which which would be cool you know as part of his interview he actually announced some signings because the likes of um, Dundee sort of do that where they have interviews with the coach and, and signings alongside it announced. So maybe we're maybe we're going to do that, but I can uh, I can only hope. But it is new. It is everything's a bit new this season, so you never know. Yeah, well, let me give them a bit of time to get get stuff sorted as well. Yeah, what's yeah. what's What's the cut-off date that if we've not heard of any any new signings by that point, you think none of this start. is actually happening? Then we start tweeting again. Mm-hmm. Or work out. No. Um, I don't know. First of July? Do we give them, do we give them June? Basically, you're basically like... giving another three weeks to hear about signing. Oof. I'm not sure I can get that long. <laughs> Not sure I can wait that long. Ah, okay, no, you're right. Um, unless, unless they said, uh, on the first of July, we're going to announce like ten players. I'm happy to wait for that. But okay, yeah. Uh, if I we've not quite, heard anything, then I'm I'm a bit worried. <laughs> I do quite like. Um, I like it kind of staggered throughout the summer. It always kind of gives you something to to look forward to. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see on that front. But I think the the season starts a bit later this year. I think so. It's maybe not as um not as apparent, but we'll see. Also, and, and, actually, sorry, just quickly on that. Yeah. I've seen that like some of the other clubs have announced pre-season games, and I'm I'm sad to announce that they're all they're all UK based. Yeah, I think I think Cardiff. I've got a, I've got a, a, a European oh, oh, game. Okay. Yeah, I think Cardiff maybe do. Maybe or announced. Start. I don't know if they've announced it yet, but pretty sure it was it was France or a, a another European team. Might be wrong. I'm I'm waiting to be proved wrong, but I think Cardiff have, have maybe done it. So. Yeah, that's. I guess that's another hope that we can maybe get a slightly longer preseason and a kind of exciting preseason game or two. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't want you don't want loads of games against teams that you're going to play. So, yeah, it's always good to get a European team or a um, North American college team or whatever. Bring them in. Sell yeah, bring, it arena. Bring in, like, uh, what was that? Whoever the college team was that came in <laughs> and absolutely annihilated us. Uh, don't bring them in. Oh, who was that? Manitoba. Manitoba. Yeah, I remember Guy Russell had an absolute clangor in one That's, of those games. That will be forever. The, <laughs> one, the one memory that, I, that I'll have of Gary Russell's playing days. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sorry, Gary. I know. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a good point. So some interesting preseason and and maybe a longer training camp, but we can only hope. Yes, please. Um, obviously, everybody else that's that's been into that. I think the interaction on social media recently has been really good. So hopefully, um, we we keep that up and people get in touch with their thoughts and suggestions as the off season goes on. We'll we'll be recording frequently as the hope with with each signing and when we have a bit more news and the mysterious Jason Morgan makes a makes an appearance. <laughs> the elusive Jason Morgan. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't appear on the bench um for the first game then alarm bells but we'll know. Yeah. Yeah give him give him until the first game. First of July. Give him until the first game. First of July to make a make an appearance on screen. Yeah. 
but yes, looking forward to the signings and and the summer and and a more positive outlook. So, um, hopefully everybody's the same. And uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for everybody's listening and support. Uh, and we will speak to you on the next episode. Cheers, folks. <laughs>